Hello. Hi, John. Hey, what's up, world? It's John Anita back to talk to you guys today about something so incredible, so brilliant. It is like touching sunshine when it happens to you. And I know this because it just happened to me this week. And um, today we're going to talk about breakthroughs and hitting and climbing onto and realizing that you have entered a, a new space of reality for yourself and accountability to yourself and self-love, self-worth, self-acceptance. And when you reach a higher level of it than you've ever reached before, it is literally like touching the sun. Touching the sun. And um, John and I had a pre-Zoom conversation about this because it's such a powerful thing. And, and John's been watching my really, really slow progression <laughs> for over a year. What about if we and think we, it's slow, but it's not, is it? No, it's really not. It's not no. been slow. No. And I think, John, there, there was a lot that you, there's got to be a lot of excitement and like, holy hell, thank God she got there. <laughs> right? Just sometimes. I suppose I feel um, I suppose I feel the same way sometimes. It's so nice though to see other people um, you know, hit the spot at times, like, you know, um, and it's all different levels and different different understanding of what um you know of what that looks like because it's it looks like different things for different people you know and um yeah so now i sort of with now i know how other people felt when i suddenly like hit certain spots and they thought okay <laughs> uh nice nice okay what can you say it's nice isn't it it is really nice. And it's, it's like the first time that it's not terrifying, right? There were moments of growth that were still frightening to me because I didn't quite know what to do with them. And I didn't quite know what those people, right, that used to have so much power over me would think about that growth. This is the first time I've reached a level of growth where it's just like those people are over there and I'm doing my own thing and I got a lot to get done. <laughs> so everybody just get the hell out of my way while I go get it done. And uh, it really was, is uh, that moment was amazing in its void of nothingness. It, it was spectacular um, and not because fireworks were going off but because I accepted and realized that in this void of nothingness that stood before me, and it was just me alone in the void when I realized it, that I could do anything, that I had been holding myself back. I had not been protecting my boundaries, and I had the right and ability to do that, that I was valuable enough to me to do that, to put me first in my life. And that is what felt like touching the sun. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. Well, for me, yeah, definitely is like um, pre-Zoom, because we have a Zoom before a Zoom. Um, we were talking about um, 
that realization that you know all the things that you all the hurdles that you were putting in front of yourself um making excuses for you know we touched on this earlier on didn't we whereby it's it's easier to blame something or someone for your being stuck or being hurt or being angry or being whatever emotion that is and it's only really that realization that yes that happened but the only way you're going to get unstuck or to get yourself onto another level of you know looking looking after yourself and feeling the way you feel at the moment and um is to understand that it's nothing to do with that it's nothing to do with that person it's all to do with you and how you perceive that or how you react to that and when you get that realization that it's only about you and how you're going to deal with this that's going on all of a sudden you for me like it's not euphoria or anything like that it's just like peace it's just like yeah now i get it now i understand you know now i understand what it's all like all those all that hurt all that pain all that you know dare i say it feeling sorry for myself and all of those things now i get like understand them and and understand that I can do something about that rather than blaming something. Let's get to it and let's change where we're at and why, you know, let, let's move to a, we were talking about that as well, as well weren't we? Getting to a, a level where you can always be, you know, so yeah. you feel comfortable and you understand where you're at. That's your, you know, that's your nice the baseline happy spotlight, you know, um, are we talking in riddles here? I don't know. Yeah, it, it's interesting because, well, when you were just talking about peace, finding that peace, that is exactly, I didn't, in our earlier conversation and even before, I, I described that that stepping, um, breaking through that, that very, very thin vellum of plastic, right? And yeah. when I broke through that, I was suddenly in this void and it was like a galaxy. And there was nobody around but me. That's literally what my mind envisioned when I hit that spot. But it was incredible peace with, without anything else. It was the first yeah. time in Nita land, right? <laughs> Nita, where absolute peace has ever existed. And, and I described it originally as a void, but that, that really isn't quite right. It was, it was this space of peace, of knowing that I am exactly this woman and that's perfect to be her. And the, the, the vast galaxy was just, um, or is just where I realized I can do any of the things that I want to do. None of the things that held me back before actually own me. Nothing does. I can do no. any of those things. And it was just this unpainted canvas of a galaxy, a void. Um, but it really was born out of the first time ever feeling peace. It was positive. Yes. Cause, yes. Because it's, it's who not. Knew? Who knew? You know, it's like we're trying to find something all the time through 
you know projecting like so looking at other people like you know if only if only that situation was different i'd be in a better spot if only that person would behave how i want them to behave i'd be in a better spot you know if only if only if only rather than saying you know i can get to that spot by concentrating on what i'm doing and putting them to one side because they don't matter at the moment not saying that they're not important not saying that those situations those people aren't important parts of your life and ha- and, and your past and what's happened but put them to bed for a little while so that we can get to where you know john can get to where he needs to be and understand that let's be honest let's not sugarcoat this right if there's a person in your life you know you're getting divorced as a person in your life and we're quite happy to go we get stuck because every single bit of energy is concentrating on that negativeness that like you know they did that they did this this is happening this shouldn't be happening this is a lie this isn't true this is this this is that that's the spot we're in and that's you know what what you feel in there like unhappy angry frustrated emotional you know all the triggers that will put you, you know, where, you know, where your, your, you know, your mental illness or your addictions or whatever will want you to be. And for me, it was getting a grip of putting all that to one side and saying, right, okay, what am I going to do? That happened, but how am I going to get out of this spot and into another spot where I really want to be and get that peace and understanding and it's really about like letting go like you know letting go of all of that and understanding that it's all about you not in a selfish way yeah you know yeah in your life for example which was like my life you know before here now (laughs) (laughs) hectic you know how to skelter like you know and mad you know madness like you know and for me john was that like you know um i suppose i can like the analogy like you know i'm on some sort of wild ride like you know and then you know but it's in a bad way it's all negative like you know whereas now like i'm on a wild ride of life like you know loving it like you know do i have bad times of course i do you know have any of the problems left me no none of them they're all still there but i look at them totally differently that's why i'm in my spot yeah that's why i love being john you know not because anything's you know like magically disappeared into space like my you know getting divorced or you know any of that crap it's all still there but i've managed to put that to one side and concentrate on me and um yeah it's nice it's very nice well, you just said something that I'm going um, to go a little bit deeper into because um, you said some of the, those, those things are still there, but, but a lot of those things aren't still there, right? Because you became accountable to yourself, to, uh-huh. right? You, we, um, we became accountable to ourselves, to our actions, to our words, to our triumphs to our failures to our hurts externally and internally and just in that accountability to self 
it begins to change you. It yeah, begins no. to deepen and you're mm -hmm. able, <clears throat> you're able to set those things aside and they're a part of you. They're a part of what makes up the beautiful, complex person right there, but they're no longer defining you. Mm. And I think for a long time, my active trauma was defining who I am and who I projected, who I put forward. The hurts were so active. I, I hadn't learned hell. <laughs> I had no idea. No idea. When I started breaking a cycle of abuse, what that was going to entail. And I have a nail file in my hand. Sorry. It's very pretty though. Um, I had absolutely no idea what that was going to be like and what kind of cliffs that I would be diving off of happily, eventually happily. Right. Yeah. In March and that it was really sliding off in, in terror, <laughs> like sinking underwater and dying in quicksand. But now it's like I am running and jumping off the cliffs because I want more. I want to be, well, I want to be where I'm at right now, right? In this void where I can do anything, where I accept me, I, I love me, I am happy to be me, and I, I still have all of the same chaos. It's just a little bit different, right? You've got to go through all that. You know, I mean, again, no sugarcoating. You have to go through a bit of pain, you know. Um, mm -hmm. You know, sort of growth is, is, is that's where it's at, like, you know. But uh, again, I'll, I'll use a, an, an analogy which I hope people can relate to because, again, it's not going round in circles with stuff. It's actually saying what the nitty gritty is, like, you know. It's like, yes, it's easy to put, you know, the easiest thing for me when people were talking to me, mentors that, you know, and now I go and talk to people and I see some people looking at me as if to say, yeah, I get it. And some people looking as if to looking at me as if I've got three heads, like, you know, um, which, was, which was me. That was me like looking at other people um, where you say, yeah, it's easy to like sort of let things go when, you know, it's like, I don't know, a family member or something that you, you had a disagreement and you can understand like the role you played and all of that. And you think, you know what, I just need to let that go. And I can have a bit of peace over that. Those are the easy bits, like, you know, and the hardest bit for me, which is the real nitty gritty, which is, it was, was for me very difficult was like understanding. And somebody said to me, like, if I chose to explain to somebody what had happened to me in the past and, how somebody had affected me very, very negatively, like really badly, you know? And, and then they double back on me and ask me to let that go and to, you know, understand the part that I played in that. And I was like, no, I didn't play any part. Like, you know, they, they did me wrong. I didn't do them wrong. It was them, like, you know? And I'm holding on to it for grim death, like, you know? And I can't get it into my head how how I have to let that go and understand the part that I played. And it isn't saying that they didn't do you wrong. What it's saying is, which took me a long time to understand, but what it's saying is, is if you want peace over that, you have to understand it and say, right, okay, there, there were circumstances 
that I I played a part and that might have been indirectly, but how I reacted to it means that I'm stuck there. I'm stuck with all that negative anger, emotion, frustration. I'm stuck with all of that because I can't see that to move away from it. It's not saying let's forgive and forget. It's saying let's understand it. How I'm reacting to it is is make it is 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 hindering me. So if I can react to it in a different way and I can understand it in a different way and say, well, there was a part that I played and I do get it. And I'm playing a part by still being stuck there, you know, still being angry and frustrated that they did me wrong instead of like saying, do you know what? It's gone, you know, and they have their reasons. I don't know what their reasons are, but they have them or that particular place or that moment or whatever. And that was very difficult, but God, do I get it now? Like, and, and there's my piece. Oh my God. When you and, that lot away, there is no feeling like that. There is no feeling on this earth, like the peace that you get when you let all of that go and say, right, here I am, you know, this is where I'm at. No more, no more sugarcoating, no more, you know, saying that's all their fault and this situation happened and none of that. Let's get honest and real with myself. My reactions were poor. They were bad. They kept me in a dark place. Open up, like, you know, we had a conversation before, again, about different people that I could relate to being stuck because that's where they were, like, you know, blaming <laughs> shaming, um, feeling sorry for themselves because, you know, somebody, you know, wanting people to, there's a good, a great analogy for me. I was in rehab. I was with a guy. Um, he kept saying to me, let go. I was so angry with him. Like, you know, like you don't understand these people have hurt me. This has happened. That's happened. <laughs> and, um, and I can remember saying all of that. And then all of a sudden, months down the line, I realized that what I was actually saying to that guy when I was saying, I don't know what you mean, like, let go and all of that. What I was actually craving him to say to me, there, there, John, you know, pat on the back. There, there, you know, I'm going to show you some empathy. I understand you've been really wronged and all of that. But he wasn't giving me that. He was asking me to look at myself and look at how I was dealing with that stuff that was going on inside of me, best thing anybody ever did for me, like, was not relenting to my, you know, um, woe is John, please feel sorry for me and, and, and understand that I'm in a bad place, like, you know. Um, some people are going to disagree with that, and I understand why. But for me, it's, it's where I needed to be. It's what I needed to hear to be able to, to, be able to grow. Um, there you go, like, you know. Well, and I, I want to build on that a little bit because I, I understand those people who are like, I disagree with that. I don't understand that. I understand those people in a different way because my, um, it, it, coming from a household of abuse, domestic abuse, and living in the shadows of narcissistic people, it, it has created a different life 
for um, for people who end up in a domestic abuse situation. Yeah. And um, so I, I recall many times sitting on my therapist's in her office and just not understanding, not understanding, just kind of like, like it's exactly what you were saying. Um, just that whole, like swirling. I just don't understand why this happened to me. And it, I, I, it, maybe it was self pity, but a lot of it felt like fear, terror, um, absolute shame that these, these egregious things had happened under my watch to my children it was disgusting to me. And she, she would sit there and she would acknowledge what happened to me was wrong. It was awful. I, I was not equipped to change it, stop it, see it, recognize it. There was nothing I could do at the time. So she did give me the empathy that I needed in order to begin those steps to let go of my absolute role that I played in that abuse continuing to happen Yeah, because I could not stand up and get it to stop until I fell through a, a freaking fracture in the ice and was trapped under the ice dying. And that's when I was able to stop when I saw it truly affecting my children and acknowledged what it was doing to my children. So that's kind of an interesting um, apex in our conversation of healing because for you, you needed somebody to not show you empathy and to hold you to this standard of a little bit of tough love. And when I got to that point, I needed, I needed somebody to say, you're not a horrible person for not leaving at the first time your, your boundary was broken at the first sign of a red flag that you didn't run the other way doesn't make you evil because mm. I felt so evil. I felt like I had allowed, enabled, hap and helped this to happen in my house, which was none of that was true. None of that, I didn't have the capability, the tools, the, the knowledge to make it stop or see it. I couldn't even see it happening. It was just mm. my normal. So, I think that everybody, everybody's uh, healing, the way that they will get to those breakthrough moments, is just so unique. But it really yeah. is. It goes back to finding people you trust. So you had mentors that, that could truly see John and honor what John needed. They, they could see what you needed even when you couldn't. And I have Nancy. I have a therapist who's phenomenal absolutely phenomenal and she's not the first therapist that that i or my children had seen so we found the best fit for us in the area of healing that we needed right mm -hmm. so it really does go back to where where can you be your authentic self like start to let those walls down and begin to trust somebody enough to lead you through that so that you can start grabbing and putting them putting them in and letting things go mm. oh yeah it's definitely about that i mean like when you talk about um you see there's lots of things that you can't see so your perception of what's going on isn't actually what's going on it's like yeah i did get tough love but they showed me plenty of empathy i just couldn't see it 
I just didn't see where it was coming from, you know, because it seemed like negative, but what it was just like asking me to get real, asking me to get real with myself as opposed to, you know, um, hiding behind things. But the empathy came in lots of ways, which I understood later, like, you know, like somebody that's giving you tough love, but still sitting there and listening to you for hours at a time, um, that's empathy, because that's tough. Knowing that what somebody's saying or feeling, really, truly listening to what somebody's saying and feeling like, you know, wow, this guy's got a long way to go, but I'm going to stick with him until it's done. Like, you know, that's empathy, big time. Um, but also not, not being willing to let somebody away with something that you know, like for a fact, is going to block them, is going to hold them back. Um, again, I just thought it was tough love. Yeah. But was it? it's probably empathy, if I'm being honest with you, because they're saying, do you know what? I don't want to see you blocked anymore. I want to see you understand this, you know? So I'm going to say these things and then I'm going to shut up and listen and see how you react to it. Reacted very poorly, 99.9% .9 of the time. Um, but they were just waiting for that 0.1% where I didn't act so poorly. And, um, you know, they oh could the armour. You know, I, I mean, I don't mention any names because, you know, they, you know, they do some great work and, and it's a bit, it's a bit, it's a bit private, you know, they, yeah, um, yeah. so I wouldn't do that. But um, yeah, like, you know, they, they, they often, one guy in particular that I'm very good friends with now, like, you know, would say like, you know, I was always looking for the little chink in the armour, the little chink in the armour, which means like, you know, that, that mask or that shield that you're picking up and protecting yourself with, like, it's got to be a, it's got to, I've got to be able to see some daylight through there somewhere. Like, and sure enough, you give them, you get 0.1% and then it becomes 1%, then 2 then 3 then 4 then 5 yeah. and It's like a snowball effect where you drop in your guard and you're saying, right, okay. Because you can't understand until you start to give up, you know, give a little. Yeah. You know, you actually start to give a little. And then, you know, and then they can afford to interact with you a little bit more than what they were before. Like, you know, um, I've learned a lot. I've learned a hell of a lot of some really good people. And hopefully I can, you know, I can pass a little bit of that on. Like, you know, I always I say this a lot, like, and I, and I do it as well. Like where they, they never dictated to me. They never told me what they thought I should do. They never, they only ever shared, they only ever, I felt like they always knew where I was coming from, always. Even when I was fighting them, you know? Even when I was fighting, I felt like, in the back of my mind, I thought, this is a good, I'm sat with a good guy, I need to keep hold of this guy, like, you know? Um, he's good for me, even though, you know, I've just spent the last half hour, half an hour calling him all the names under the sun, like, you know? Um, it is what it is, isn't it? Like, you know, you oh my God, just, that's hilarious. You know? Well, I think one of the things that I've learned with Nancy is that she will leave me, um, she, she won't give me more than she knows that I can, I can take. Um, so quite honestly though, um, you know, I, I willingly attend usually a two and a half to three and a half hour therapy session a week. And if I add kids' sessions onto that, so I am fast-tracking this healing thing. So I, 
I'm also unusual, like where you were just talking about that you wanted to, this is a good person, they can relate to you. Like, I want so badly to not be that person who was abused ever again, that I want to take in everything she says. So when she gives me a truth bomb and she gives me an accountability uh, space and, and she tries to leave me there so I get it myself, sometimes she'll just have to like say this, like right, whatever it may be this. Are you sure you're not looking at it this way? And I'll be like, Oh, (laughs) when she gives me those, there's always a help that comes with it. There's, um, there's always, it's always at a, a moment and a space where I'm ready to, to grab onto that truth, that accountability, that measurement and step up on it or jump up on it or run to it. And it's, it's really helped my growth. What's key to what you said is that this guy understands me. This guy feels like he's been here before. And I think that that's really one of the most important things that I've found. And in talking to other men and women who have left uh, domestic abuse situations that, if you are trying to heal with somebody who's never been in that situation, it's going to, it's going to take a lot longer because that person does not have the ability to understand those moments where you can't quite explain it. You can't quite explain why you allowed somebody to do this. I had somebody ask me when I first started being outward and sharing about my journey literally this person said, I just don't even understand why would you have had children with a man who was abusive? Okay. Well, it doesn't exactly work like that fool, <laughs> but I was so but hurt. I was it's so only the hurt. same as my relationship with alcohol. It's like, why would I let alcohol do what it did to me? Like, you know, why would I, you know, why would I, you know, it's, it's relevant. Like, you know, it's, uh, why would you go back and and have a drink that's made you so poorly the day before like you know it's 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 it it is exactly that like you know it's it is relevant you know somebody could i didn't again it took me a while to understand this that you know i want people i i do i love like-minded people there's no getting away from that like i do you know somebody says to me that they're they're in recovery for however long and you know they're you know they're whatever they're they're a therapist or whatever like you know i'm, I'm eager to get at them and and, and gain some information off of them that but i'm just as eager with other people because you know i can relate to anybody that's gone through you know that not being able to drag yourself away from a, a relationship like whether it be a person whether it be a thing whether it be a situation um you know i can relate and um yeah i mean we're talking at the moment aren't we about breakthrough moments like and they're all breakthrough moments aren't they like where you realize like you know i want to pick you up on something um that you said about about, um not it's not bad it's good it's really good like because i think it's so relevant like because i i did it so many times as well i still do it now a little bit but you know when you said like you know you're so eager you want to you want you want information and like you want to, and you, and you say, and you said fast track. And I thought 
it does feel like that sometimes, but in actual fact, you're just getting there. Right, you know, you're hitting every moment at just the right time. It's like you are now the last couple of weeks where you are. You haven't fast tracked it. You're exactly where you're supposed to be at the right time. Do you know what I mean? And that is amazing. That's so hard to get your head round. Like, no matter what work you put in, you'll get there when you get there. It's so, I'm so, I'm glad you backed up to that because it's so um, personalized to the individual's healing need, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and I think why I call it fast tracking is because that's how my therapist refers to like in her 30 year career, she's never had somebody like me who's just like, I gotta be over here. So get me from A to Z. <laughs> right? yeah. I don't have another moment of my life to yeah. give away to those people on the outside of my new void, my new galaxy of Nita land. <laughs> just don't. Yeah. yeah. That's what, that's what I'm referring to by fast tracking, but you're absolutely right. You, you hit those, those breakthroughs and they're every, every one of them, every one of them is to pause, stop, celebrate because in whatever way that you are. And if you're like me, that's loud. And usually with a confetti cannon and fucking cake, right? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but you, you said you confetti have... cake, didn't you? Anyway, carry on. <laughs> yep. There is power in, in accepting you along each of those milestones that you hit. And they're, there's, they're all so important. And you always say it, John. You always say you cannot skip a step. You cannot skip a step. And I think we were visiting yesterday. When and you? you were, you, were um, you brought me back around that like, okay, we just talked and, and the way that we talked was going to make you skip to E from B. And we both like, we're like, oh, wait, wait, nope. Nita has to go all the way back because she has to do C and D before she can get to E. And it's really, really important. And I think that that it's so valuable that you surround yourself with people who acknowledge where you're at, allow you to be where you're at and and hold you accountable to, to you while keeping their own boundaries, right? Yeah. You can't give away yourself to appease somebody just because they're in pain either. And that's, a, that's new for me too, is not just like being nothing, right? Being nothing so that everybody around me could be everything. Could be something. Yeah. Isn't that a superpower? And it's like, do you know, I had a breakthrough moment today. Um, Tell me. This, this morning. Um, something that I knew, again, we say this quite often, like these, these moments are not like, when I say it out loud, I think, well, I knew that, but I hadn't come to realisation, you know, like where every single negative, every single negative part of my personality through addiction um, you know, my, um, my relentless pursuit of, you know, of, of drinking and, and dragging myself, you know, my, um, 
you know, the, the fact that I, no matter what, that I would keep pushing and pushing, even when I was in the worst possible spot, I was drinking and drinking and drinking, but I still, you know, and I had like, um, you know, um, so many different characteristics that I had to be able to carry on, perpetuate that constant addiction, that constant, like, you know, like craving to go back and do. I needed to be so many things as a person. Like, you know, I needed to be resilient. I needed to be focused. I needed to be um, really good at like, um, you know, keeping up a facade. I needed to be, I needed to be so many things. It was actually exhausting yeah. being that person. You know, and I've come to a realization that all of those things were like, I was using them in a negative way as a person to feed my negativity and my addictions. And they're actually superpowers. You know, if I reverse them and I use them for me as a person now, you know, I have resilience. I'm, you know, I'm able to, you know, I'm able to adapt to all sorts of situations, you know, obviously, you know, I'm, I'm punctual. I can, you know, like I was so punctual with taking a drink, you know, yeah. um, all of those, I can turn nearly every single aspect of what was negative about me as a person. I can turn them into something really positive, like, you know, and be really strong. Yeah. You know, I thought, geez, you know, goodness me, like, you know, that's like powerful, like to be able to think that you've used all of that stuff as a, to, as a negative aspect of yourself. And all you needed to do was to reverse them and channel them to be able to be, you know, half decent person, like, you know. Um, so I a, think that's incredibly powerful. Yeah. That's a huge breakthrough moment. Isn't I mean, it? that's huge. Oh, totally. Totally. Um, one of the things, one of the ways I'm going to grab my journal that's over here because it's so pretty. Um, one of the things when I talked to my therapist and it was like this huge breakthrough moment and I talked about this already in some, some other spaces, but it was just creating like all these lovely words about Nita. And it took like hours to do, it's not fast. But when my therapist looked at this, right? Cause I took this, this is my accountability to my therapist. I'm like, look what I'm doing, I'm growing, right? Because like she's my measure of, of growth and she helps me go deeper on my growth. I don't wanna, I don't wanna plateau on my growth. I, I, if there's a deeper a way to look at it, I want somebody who's trained to help me, like challenge me more challenge me more this growth thing doesn't ever stop right? it's just like, it we just, yeah but the thing that of all of these and this is upside down now these giant words that if you're listening on the podcast you can go on to instagram and you can find it but this what she saw john is this tiny little word right here helpful helpful that was the first word what was the third word? Because the big red fun and the blue loving popped out. And then she saw the word helpful in this tiny little print of green. And she's like, I don't understand. Why is that so small? <laughs> I said, I don't know. So what we actually think? dissected why it was so small. And it was because it's such an intrinsic part of me. 
my entire life I've been helpful. I've been kind and I've been helpful. And I have always allowed others, like I, that, that's just who Nita is. Need something done? Nita will help you. So while helpful is such a key part of the word Nita, it is something that Nita doesn't need to celebrate because it's, it's just something I accept. It's, it's, it, it was such a surprise to her for that to be so small. And when we dug into it, it was because I didn't need to believe that that, it wasn't new to me. It was an afterthought because it's just so intrinsically me. And I think that that's something that we need to remember that as we grow, these really positive traits that were negatives in our previous life, because what is a people pleaser? Helpful. (laughs) That's what you're going to do. But people pleasing nearly killed me. Because you were using it in the wrong way, the same as me. Massively. People pleasing had one of my children having suicidal thoughts. Right? I mean, it's way more complicated than that. But under that umbrella of my negative of people pleasing and being so helpful, it created a lot of negative um, rivers and in, into ripples into my family. And so when I breaking out of that and getting to mm-hmm. the spot of this ma- massive breakthrough this week, it was interesting to me that the third word she picked up was helpful little tiny green light, green writing. And she really thought that would be a really big one on there. But, but some of those things, like just what you just said, like your breakthrough moment earlier today is those things that fueled, fueled your distraction are actually such resounding pieces of your puzzle when you get to the success because they're already so intrinsically you. And if you, you're right, think about them in a different way. Use them for a greater good to benefit you. And they're just so intrinsic, there's no thinking about it. Well, I think sometimes sometimes for me, I was a little bit like, you know, some of my, you know, some of my characteristics that are really powerful that are used in a negative way, point one, I struggled to see them in a positive way. And point two, I was almost embarrassed of them, like, you know, because like, yeah, that's me, you know, I've used it sort of negatively, you know, like my, my resilience, my get up and go, like, you know, but because I'd used it in a negative way so often, you know, probably if I'd have written that, what you wrote, you know, there's some of those, some of mine would have been in small writing and we don't see how important they can be when we turn them on their head, like, you know, um, really successful people are using all the tools that I had as an addict, like, you know, and and that's hard to get, you know, you think, Jesus, really? But yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, Um, you've got to get up, like, you know, you get up and and go again, like, you know, you fall down, you get up, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm resilient, I'm strong, you know, Um, so many different things, but yeah, exactly that, like, you know, have them all my life, never utilised them, they're tools, they're powerful tools, you know, Um, there you go. 
They're incredibly powerful tools. And I'm so excited about your realized breakthrough today of, of honestly just grabbing on to what was a little deeper in your bucket than you had thought about before. Because those things will help you to succeed. I know that like when I got, oh, it was just a day and a half ago or two days ago. I, I wish I could remember the exact moment that I hit the void, the plateau, the galaxy, right? Of just accepting me and loving me. But when I, when I got there, what truly happened for me wasn't any of the things that I would have ever thought would happen there, right? What happened was me suddenly realizing that I can build these businesses. I can succeed. I am creative and, and really, really good at the things that I love to do and that I have every right. It was a self-actualization and a self-acceptance of I have every right to succeed in these areas, not because other people tell me you're really good at those areas. Like you need to focus on those areas, but because I, I know I'm good at those areas and I have every right to be good at those areas. I, I, I don't need to be ashamed or embarrassed that I'm super amazing at writing, that I'm super good at speaking. Those are, those are great things. They're yeah. great things that I make people feel good. That's a great thing. Yeah. That's a great thing. So it was, it was this explosion of possibility. That's what I felt. An explosion of possibility and no fear, only excitement. And I think our conversation, like right after I realized that, it was a business conversation for WhatsApp. And all of a sudden I was like, oh my God, I'm so glad we didn't push this and this and this. Yet, because my marketing hadn't dialed in exactly. I had not dialed into being a owner, being a founder, being um, accountable to the message, the powerful message that WhatsApp is bringing with it. I had not gotten to a point where I could be accountable to that message and do it justice until this week. And I think- That's what brings us to that point where we say, we get to where we get to at the time we need to get there for a reason. Like, you know, it is, it is so true. You know, you've got to be working. You've got to be working at it. You know, you can't just sit about waiting for something to happen. You've got to be making things happen, but they will still happen. You know, we had this conversation before. It's a great place to sort of finish up this stuff where we said about, um, Working at stuff, you know, being all the things that we've just talked about, being those things, but you don't need to, you don't need to push too hard to get somewhere because it will just come. It will naturally come, you know, the same as what we did with, um, you know, like setting up of the websites and all the rest of it, you know, and not being quite right and making mistakes and, all of that stuff I truly believe is meant to happen and we're meant to be where we are at the moment. We think we've gone quite slow. Other people think we, that we fast tracked your words, not mine. <laughs> um, but, um, but yeah, you know, it's just, it is that, isn't it? Like, you know, breakthrough moments are at the right time where you go, wow, that's the reason why I broke through there. So is that we can get 
we can get there like you know and if we'd have tried to push and push and push and do it before it wasn't meant to be no you're absolutely right and i think that that's really key is is just simply understanding that every breakthrough is a moment of peace a breakthrough brings you peace and acceptance and and personal value the if you have those things and i'm sure there's eight more that you know somebody more gifted at breakthroughs than than i could oh, add nice. to that but it, it really is just so personal and they every single one of those adds up to deepening your journey deepening your investment in whatever it is that you're doing be be at work and i'm pointing to my computer or or you know be it in relationships personal relationships friendships or or beyond in your your marriage or romantic relationships or in your um physical activity your exercise your accountability to that like just everything across the board whatever those moments are that get you peace and and drive right because i also like in that peace i felt an incredible drive and will to achieve and i've never really felt that before i've done that before but i've you never felt it. felt it and and i felt it like freaking sunbeams, moonbeams just bursting out of me. It was totally different. And, and yeah. this, is, this is a level I've never, I, I've never, ever been at. It's really, really quite interesting. Mm. Yeah, no, absolutely. I've done it before as well, where like literally I've, you know, possibly done, had drive and determination for, you know, like and not even understood it, not even realized why I had that drive and determination used it in negative ways sometimes, but used it in positive ways, but didn't even understand it because it wasn't for me. I was, you know, it probably wasn't for me, even though I look back and think, you know, I thought it was, but it wasn't because I didn't understand it. You know, now I get it. Like, you know, it's all about, you know, what we've just said, like, you know, those breakthrough moments are all about you, aren't they? Like, they're all about understanding you as a person, you know, so why am I driving? You know, what, what is, what is, the vehicle like you know what are we doing like and why are we doing it and understanding all of those things you know and it can like you said it can be anything because a relationship it is anything isn't it you have a relationship with your business you have a relationship with people you have a relationship with places with things with ideas you know that's a relationship you know yeah. understanding that relationship with the idea the process how you're going to go about doing something and if if it's if it's all twisted and not you know it's all pulling in directions that's why people struggle that's why i've always struggled not because i wasn't capable do you know what i mean i do know what you mean i and maggie just woke up and shook the dog um that's what drew my attention Hi, maggie. Right. Uh, no, you're absolutely right. I, I couldn't agree more. And I think that um, one of the things that I'm most thankful for is, is finally in my life, surrounding myself with people who see me, who hear me, who value me, who hold me accountable, who push me, who comfort me, who in the end, see me. And that 
right down to my therapist. I chose a therapist who can relate to Nita because she was in a domestic abuse situation in her life. So it's really, really the first time also in my life that I have understood the, the need and value in really, truly having people around you who you, they perceive that you are bringing value to their life. Yeah. That's new, but I could not have gotten to this breakthrough this week if I was not surrounding myself with people who see value in me as well. Yeah, because they're they, give, they give you that sense of value in yourself because they give you a sense of they value you. Yeah. And that's important, isn't it? It is important. We're not it's important to value yourself. You know, and we all bang on about that. We all talk about that. But you know, it is also important to feed off other people's vibe. You know, yeah. um, nothing wrong with that. It's what gives you the courage to value yourself. It what's it's what gives you the courage to um, succeed. It's what gives you the courage to be confident that you're going to go forward, you know, so you can give it yourself. And we all understand that, you know, I see it constantly on social media, you know, you know, value yourself, you know, make sure that you understand what you're worth, you know, and all of those things, but surrounding yourself with good people that can do, you know, that, that you can feed off as well is, is very, very important, you know, um, Again, not everybody's going to agree with me, but that's the reason why we're all different, isn't it? Like, you know, of course you have to value yourself. That is fundamentally so important. Um, but getting the right people around you is, is, is just as important to give you that edge, to give you that starting point to be able to start to succeed and value yourself and break through moments. <laughs> it's huge. It's absolutely huge. And I had always, and this goes a little bit back to our tribe conversation. I had always tried to make everybody my people by me conforming to what they perceived or what they projected they needed. Yeah. And instead of just shifting to being, you know, accepting that people who are my people find value in me just by me existing, by me being who I am. And yeah. that, that is a really huge shift that truly, I believe, has to happen in you just a little bit before you can hit major breakthroughs. Because if you haven't had that level of self-acceptance that, right, that, that I can at least identify the people who are my people, then, and the people who need to be on my business team, on my exercise team, like whatever your your space that you might be wanting growth in, if yeah. you are surrounding yourself with people that you're always chasing them and chasing their approval, you're never going to hit that level of um, growth, that level of self-acceptance that you need to get moving on down the road. Because let's face it, we don't want to live in pain and misery we don't want to be those broken shells that are sitting in the middle of a bed where Maggie's at right now, crying all freaking day because they're so confused about their life and feel so alone. Right? Yeah. Nobody wants to be there. Nobody well, wants to be there. 
but no. you can't skip a step along the way. No. No. I am so excited about my breakthrough. And yeah. uh, just, it was amazing. Just an amazing week. An amazing week. Yeah, absolutely. I think I said before, didn't I? Like, you know, about it's negative and positive, isn't it? Like, you know, like breakthroughs are definitely about that, that breakthrough, like, you know, where you change it almost like your mindset changes, but nothing changes, but it changes. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's like that thing that I said about, like, you know, I was on a wild ride and it was negative and everything was like, you know, wild drugs, wild, you know, wild ride. Or, and then you're on a wild ride of life, like where everything is, you know, totally different to what it was before. Same, it's the same as WhatsApp, isn't it? WhatsApp's meaning, you know, you can look at it into any way you want. Yeah has loads of different meanings it can be negative and it can be positive it's however, however you want to perceive it you know i suppose that's why we pick the name isn't it it is exactly why we pick the name because yeah. it it's relatable no matter where you're at on your journey yeah and i think that um we at whatsapp our team you and i <laughs> yeah that i always like really sometimes make yep. out there's like loads of us and there's only like just me and you doing all the work but <laughs> yeah, there, there, but there are there are people behind us though right yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. one of my one of my kids puts something on or they they wear this logo you you see a pride and a growth in them that will help them self-actualize way before i ever could have and every moment that i hold them accountable to being authentic to themselves yeah, that's no. There's there's quite a few there's quite a few in my end that don't realise that they're um, WhatsApp employees, but they actually are. They, do. <laughs> <laughs> they don't realise it yet, but they'll thank me one day. They'll thank me. One they day. will thank you one day. They're I'm sure already thanking you now without even knowing it. Um, well, I think that this is a good spot for us to close out. What do mm. you think? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, we've done it. Um, you know, I've really enjoyed that because, like. All of this stuff is supposed to be enjoyable. It's supposed to, you know, help us as well as perhaps, you know, if it helps somebody else, that's fantastic. Like, you know, but certainly helps me. I enjoy talking about this, this stuff. Um, I have like little moments within the conversation where, you know, it triggers something or it makes me, it gives me an idea or it, it pushes me and, sends me into a like you know another little vibe of like positivity about something that I didn't realize before you know so if it's doing that for us then you know possible that it will do it for somebody else as well yeah you know? I totally agree I think that um, the feedback that I'm getting and even as I was checking out at the grocery store the other day and the cashier asked me about my logo we were talking about kids and um, we both have a loss of a child. And that immediately then brought a deeper conversation, a deeper trust. And here we are, I'm checking out at the grocery store. But she, she, I tell her about my business and how our business, um, but it was my end of it over here in the United States that moment. <laughs> and I, I told her about this logo and I was wearing the logo, of course. And then I talked about my friend in Ireland who I've never met. And I launched this business with it. She was just, drawn drawn in and she literally at that moment she was like i'm sorry but the line can wait i'm in i'm in, I'm in. 
give me some contact information. And so it was, I, I've not run into anybody, nobody at all who has said, why are you doing that? That's a terrible idea, right? I've not interviewed I've not run into anybody who isn't wanting to see a deeper understanding of mental health conversations, mental illness conversations. And it's so vital and so crucial. And we are going to ask of our listening audience that you start just um, accepting a little more accountability for yourself and celebrating those achievements when you reach them and shouting them out the window if you want to. Uh, whatever makes you feel more successful on a positive note in that WhatsApp world, just keep pushing on it. Visit us on the web at www.whatsup.org and shop some merchandise. Find the Unity hats, find the Unity shirts, everything about what's up. All profits are getting donated back into the communities that we live in and global communities eventually as we grow for those, those entities already in existence that are doing the hard work on the ground to help people in crisis. Yeah. That is what our mission is. Jump on, help our mission. Visit John on Instagram at Team Sherudo and visit Nita on Instagram and on the web at A Glimpse Into the Moment. Be a part of the conversation. Join us at any level. Reach out to us. Say hi. Uh, take some selfies in your WhatsApp. Tag us. And we would just really appreciate it. We are so thankful for you guys. And we just love that you guys tuned in today. We can't wait until next time. Thank you, guys. Absolutely. And I just finish on if you can't share it, wear it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Thank you, John. Amazing. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, everyone. Take care. Bye. See you later.